Gomez. Walter makes a run ahead of it. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Can you hear the Tottenham sing? No, I can't hear a fucking thing. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I've swore in the first 30 seconds. I didn't plan that out very well, did I? Anyway, people, hello and welcome to Burkhart Wonderland. Uh, it's been a wonderful day if you're a gooner. Not such a wonderful day if you're not a gooner because it was uh, the scumbags at the toilet bowl, Neil, the mighty Arsenal, future England champions this season too. And with me to celebrate this momentous occasion, it's Deke. You're looking very smiley there, Deke. I'm very smug. I'm very smug. A little bit heated <laughs> after the uh, after the final whistle, but we'll talk about that. Uh, but overall, I am a very happy boy. Um, a very hard-fought win. Uh, in a game that puts us eight points at the top of the table with the same goal difference as Man City with a player like Holland in their team. Crazy. Crazy to think. I mean, what a weekend that Man City lose, Liverpool lose, Chelsea barely win. Chelsea uh, steal a player that secretly no one really wanted. I said the whole time I didn't want him. He's done bugger all for Ukraine. And... uh, and we go to we go to the toilet bowl and win for the first time since 2014. That to me sounds like made up nonsense, but it is indeed a fact. If you listened to the preview show last night, so um, yeah, what's your initial thoughts of the lineup and the game and and things like that before we start going through the, the the notes of the game that we've made? I was happy to see Saka in the lineup. I was a little bit anxious, obviously, after the last game. There was you know everyone was talking about whether he was injured or not. Arteta said he was fine, and he gets in the starting lineup. And what a game he had! Um, overall, no, not really any shocks to the lineup, which is good to see, um, especially with how well this midfield and, def- uh, you know, trio of Erdegaard, Xhaka and Party just run it with the defence that's as solid as they are with Zinchenko, Saliba, Gabriel and White. And then the uh, we've, got the, we've got the dynamic duo of Saka and Martinelli still just, you know, doing the business and, and keeping everybody on their toes. And, and Ketia did well. He did well. He flagged towards the end of the game, started flagging quite hard. But um, overall, um, I was happy not to be shocked. Very happy not to be shocked. Yeah, you're right about um, uh, Eddie. He was running around all over the place. He was playing wide. He was playing deep. He had people all over him. Every time he got the ball, he was being kicked. Every single one of our players, yeah. every time they got the ball, they were being booted all over the yeah. place. We're uh, expecting I mean, that, you- though. And if you look at that game from a neutral and you, and you look at that and you go, yeah, Spurs only got four bookings from that. You think, what? How do they only get four? I mean, even it's ridiculous. 17 tackles they did. I don't think it goes into details on how many of those tackles, but they had an 85% um, tackle success rate. So they, they attempted 20 and successfully did seven. But I'd like to see how many fouls they did because I don't have that on whoscored.com, sadly. But it's, uh, it was a magnificent occasion. And so let's go and have a look in the chat and see what beautiful gooners are in there with us this afternoon. Paul Nell, been there early. Oi, oi. He was there at 6.01pm, 30 minutes early. That's what I like to see. Lovely jobby. Don't forget, everybody, give it a thumbs up, give it a tickle, and make your parents proud. Is Jimmy, Paul regularly eight- premature? <laughs> Uh, Jimmy Uze, A-A-A-A, evening all. Uh, Stephen Edwards, let's go. Kate Johnson, yes, Tottenham get battered everywhere they go. Tottenham get battered everywhere they go. 
because they're not very good. Uh, Ray Anderson in sunny Jamaica. He says, uh, evening, how do we feel? Well, I feel quite good. How do you feel, Deke, if you had to put it into one word? I, I, mine is splendiferous. It's a good word. Uh, I'm just... What word would I use? Um, I'd probably use uh, heightened. Oh, your senses have been heightened. heightened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just every single game. I'm sensing. I'm just seeing more and more from the team. Um, Like uh, you know, at towards the end, as we'll explain it, we'll talk about it. But the 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 the, the unifying of the team is just. We're just. We're on a different level right now. We're above what we've been doing the last few years with the attitude, not only the performances, but the, the, the unity, the synergy, the, the backroom staff, everything just seems just more, more of it. More, more. That's what it was. It was more and it was wonderful. Just put in the uh, link to the show in our ABW group. Right. Um, uh, Joshua Page is eight. Clear fucking hell. Indeed. Showtime, cloud nine. We're all on there. Uh, Kate is, oh, my God, I'm so happy. I, Claudius, Spuds dropped a billion pounds on an NFL stadium. And now we own it anyway. Oh, dear. I was thinking, they said when I was getting up, um, the one of the, had that moron on Radio 5, one who... Um, played for Crystal Palace. He sounds like a child and he can't talk properly um, and played for Republic of Ireland as well. Clinton Morrison, absolute tool. And you're going, and he was, he reeled off all the, the five seasons that Spurs finished above us. One point, two point, one point, three points, one point. We're going to make that up in one season. We're going to finish about 18 points ahead of him at this rate. And it is, it's going to be, it's going to be an absolute delight. Uh, Josh Page, says the history of the Tottenham uh, Kate shame about the thugs at the end I didn't see that I saw a, a tiny wee bit but Deke did and Deke's got all the deets Deke has the deets for that lovely uh, <laughs> Sai says where is Mudrick we have, we have <laughs> why have we failed choke of a club <laughs> oh one day Sai you're going to be happy and lots of numbers I'm happy to complete be completely wrong about how I thought the game would go Nothing wrong with being wrong, especially if it means we won. Josh Page, side, go to one. Ah, Phil is there. One annoys his finest. We are the gods of the toilet bowl. Well, that's not saying much, is it? Chris Coleman, love it. Big show. Thank you very much. Mark is there. Hello, Mark. We would have won this 7 0 if we'd have bought Mudrick. Not for the money that they wanted. That's just no. stupid. Stephen Edwards, we don't bloody need another winger as we have central midfield when we have party gets injured. That's do is what we need. Liam Greyhurst, what colour is North London? Um, I'll just have a little check. I think I've got it. There you go. Just confirmation nice. for you there, Liam. North London is officially red. I mean, it'll be, it'll be, it's London, I don't like when people was. say what colour is North London. I just like what colour is London. Yeah. I, that's how I feel about it, especially this season. Like, we're, we're a different level. It is indeed. Um, oh, I forgot to go and check the thing, didn't I? Okay, good. Um, Liam says I've done that. Phil, the la- last season and this t- at the toilet bowl is like night and day. If eight months apart, it really is. It's it's a uh, it's fantastic. Jackasaurus there on Twitch. I think a little pursuing of the Spurs subreddit is in is in order. So, perusing, perusing. Yeah. I don't do ready. Having a little, having a little butchers. I, I couldn't do something like, like that. Reading. But they'll probably be triggered over there. Very triggered. Uh, reading gets on my nerves. And lots of numbers with party strike that hit the post and gone in. Yeah, that, oh, fuck, that was so cleanly taken. Unbelievable technique. Eddie was a lightweight and should have scored. Joshua Page says Odo is the best in in the league currently. Unreal, and we robbed 
Real blind. Yeah, we certainly did. Yeah, Matt D'Souza is there. Cars. I'm going to go through a few more names. We get on with the show. Pete Colson. Ah, Loki is there. Uh, Misery Index. Is there anything better than battering that lot at the bowl? Nope. And where else? Ooh, a name I haven't mentioned yet. Done that one. Ah, oh, Mr. Selby is there. It is a fine day indeed. BX Gunner is there. Carlito has been the only other Puerto Rican besides me who watches football. Lovely. Right, let's get on with a little bit more of the chat about the game. Going to my game notes, um, where the first one I made was sixth minute. Luis fucks up, Martinelli overhead kicks it, and Eddie, who fluffs it, but a magnificent chance. Saw early on, I was, I was just checking Wikipedia to see if Luis had retired from international football and Premier League football. And this was his retirement game, or, or whether he had just retired from international football. Early on, you could see Luis wasn't up for it, was he? It's kind of like a negative version of a testimonial. It's your retiring <laughs> game. Um, yeah, you know, he's, he's a classic get, uh, keeper, just like De Gea uh, and Leno. They're great keepers, but they, they don't uh, do very well with the, the pressures of the of the sort of uh, uh, skipper style of keeper now where they come out and play with their feet. Um, proven by the closing down abilities of Arsenal once again, putting Lloris into a bit of uh, hot and bother, and, you know, plays out to his defender who... Uh, put under a lot of pressure, takes a you know takes a hit at it and takes a deflection and falls to Martinelli, who uh, instinctually plays it over his head and uh, and Ketia one hundred percent should have done better than what he did. That's for sure. A little bit early on, so you can uh, you can allow players little mistakes like that early on of in course, the game. But as it come later in the game, he did make quite a few uh, errors. But he's a young man and he, he's blossoming, and he was getting in good positions. So. I'm not. Uh, do you know what? I'm not frustrated with this game. I, I don't. I don't massively rate Eddie and Ketty. I'm happy that he's doing the business. Yeah. Um, but today, I couldn't really put a fault in him. He worked hard. He he, he ran his socks off. There were some really great moments with some really really intricate turns from back to goal, from back to goal with him playing himself in from an, an action that didn't look like an opportunity could be fashioned from. But um, yeah, I, I can't, he didn't really put a foot wrong, but he's uh, hopefully he'll grow into the role as the weeks come on. Games like this will help him grow as a player and as, as a young man and as a person, which is really important. Yeah. Right. First, have you got any notes before the first goal? I've got nothing. I didn't make okay. any notes. Right, talk us through the first goal. Another 14th minute, another horrendous Loris uh, muck up, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was really worried at the start of the game for Saka not getting in the lineup. You know, you've obviously got that that anxiety that comes through regardless of whether you know or confidently know that he's going to be okay and Arthur said he's all right. It's still, there's still a bit of anxiety when you think about the possibility of not having someone like Saka in the team. Um, forcing an error, uh, well, it took a deflection off Romero's, was it? I can't remember whose boot it was. I can't remember whose boot it was. Um, came off a deflection off a defender's foot. Uh, and uh, Lloris, once again, as you uh, rightly said, it's probably his game, retiring game, uh, you know, just completely fumbles it into his own net. Quite weirdly, from the angle from the original, obviously in the replays you can see it quite clearly, but from the original angle, you're a bit confused how it goes in the way it does. Uh, from the angle, it was a little bit odd uh, and everything like that, but then when you're obviously watching the replays, it, it shows that Lloris had an absolute howler. Um, and uh, I'm not sure when we scored, but it must have been not not too shortly after uh, his debacle previously with the Enketia save, right? I don't know. But... Um, Enketia's was on six, and the goal was on fourteen. Okay, yes. Okay, so he's he's still not warm, um, which uh, which says a lot. I guess the atmosphere was uh, uh, was quite a heated one in the stadium. Um, 
it was well from what I could hear. Every single time Party touched the ball, they booed him. It was a bit like, mate, you need to move on, Jesus Christ. Uh, so it is what it is. But um, yeah, Larice once again just really struggling here, um, and just puts it into his own net. And I was, yeah, as I said, when I was watching live, I was confused, confused. Easy to be confused when you're watching something that diabolical because it was it's hilarious. I mean, for your captain to do that. On, on one of the most important games, probably the most important game for that lot of their season because you want to be Arsenal. I mean, my most important game of the season is, is Spurs at home. And my second most important game of the season is Spurs away. And uh, they completely messed that up. And that makes me makes me so happy just to see that that bloke do that. I've just, um, I'm just updating the... Uh, how do I do this? Oh no, I've got to put it here. Uh, just doing a little update of the uh, the logo in, in of ABWs. Getting rid of that one up there, and I've changed it to this because uh, top right hand corner people. What do you think to that? Does is that doing the job? Is that tickling you? I like that. Having, it is. It's, it's, I like that. We'll just leave him up there. It's quality. He's constantly that, just he's looking up at Arsenal at the top of the table. That's what he's doing. He is. He's going. Oh, I'd, like, I'd love to be. Up there. Like, I'd love to be that. I'm all the way out there. Eight points, you say? You know, that's all right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, hello to a few more people that I haven't said hello to in the chat. Oh, Kalito Elguna is there. Uh, Tottenham fans are so twatty. You've been very polite there, sir. Uh, Matt very PC. I said hello to you. Uh, super dibbly dibbly dong bong bong. It's a great day. It's a great day. Quoting Ian Wright. Um JZAZF, unpronounceable. Yes, boys, from Manchester, but I live in Woodford, so I always keep an eye on the Gooners. Really impressed that you keep managing to get the results, starting to believe you can win the league now. Yeah, you are. You said the person was on a couple of weeks ago. I think they said they're a Man United fan. Uh, oh, from Manchester, probably is a Man United fan, and they were being quite nice. So don't be horrible to them. Being coming in here and uh, giving a genuine opinion. Thank you very much. Clockwork Orange? No, Clock Orange. Why not work? The scum lose, we do the double over them. Yes, we've done the double over them, haven't we? Oh, I completely forgot about that. I'd forgotten about that. Oh, do you know what? We've got we've pretty much got St. Totteringham's Day to celebrate this year as well. Completely forgot about that. Any day now, isn't it? That's going to be maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to enjoy that this year. Sai uh, uh, says the FA is going to fine Arsenal for winning, which caused distress to the Spurs players. Yeah, we've, yeah, we've been <laughs> fined twice now in a row. It's a bit embarrassing. Hello, formerly Noser is there. Hello, Squire. RG is there. Good evening, gents. Tottenham get battered even at home. They do indeed. Um, I haven't got time to read all your messages. Thank you very much, everybody who's joining us today. There's uh, 39 of you watching, which is lovely. And there's some of you watching on Twitch, actually. I should go and get my um, my Twitch page up. Oh, Misery Index is there in Twitch. So is Jackasaurus and me. Uh, there's no Michael in Sweden. Oh, yeah, he's the usually one who's always in there. So, um if you do see him, say hello to him. Right. Uh, so the next point on my uh, running two screens here, I'm like, a, I need some blue rat in my life. That's what I need. Keep me going. 21st minute deep. Some great play. And Erdegaard has a pot shot very close yet again. That was... Um, that kind was, of like a... Go on. I was going to say, it was kind of like a foreshadowing to his, his actual goal. Um, he obviously realised that Lloris is having a howler of a day. <laughs> I think we could all see that. So testing the keeper from that sort of range uh, is uh, obviously extremely confident. Um, but uh, Odegaard is, you know, he's just one uh, player of the month and Arteta one manager of the month. I believe that's not happened in a while. I didn't, I saw like, I, I may have perused, flicked past an article that said something like they've not had the same manager and player in the same month in a, in a while. I don't know if anybody knows that, but 
Odegaard's just, he's different. He's different. He's different, isn't he? He's just unbelievable. What an incredible football player. He seems like such a genuine person as well. The unit, the, the sort of the togetherness of the team um, really comes through. Um, all the huddles before every single time they kick off, even at halftime when the Spurs players ready to get going, the Arsenal players getting together and chilling everybody out and, and uh, Odegaard leading the line on most of those, obviously with Xhaka as well, but Odegaard was uh, something special today. He was indeed. Does it when it's important, unlike so many other players we've had, not mentioning any names, goggly-eyed twat, but uh, we'll go missing when, uh, the big games, uh, which that goggly-eyed Muppet did do, which is... Uh, yeah, justified getting rid of him even more. Uh, John Hazy is there. Hello, John. Another gooner. Lovely to see you. Right, my next note is uh, here we go. This is a this is a stunning one. I'm going to see if I've got a, a picture of it because I don't think I have. Um, I've been stealing pictures off of the internet. No, I, I sent know, you a picture on Twitter as well of the my favourite Ramsdale moment at the end of the game with Richarlison. I sent it to you uh, on Twitter. That's for that's for the end. That's for the end. Um, we'll talk about the end and how it all escalated. Was it uh, a DM or was it... Yeah, DM on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was looking through the... Yeah, I found it. Uh, talk oh, us yeah. through the 24th minute. Uh, party volley from outside of the box. Goes past uh, Luis um, easily. He had, he had absolutely no chance. And then uh, it hits the post. Uh, yeah, tell us the build-up to that and what you thought of it. Cause it was stunning. Party throughout the game, I felt like he, he started quite slowly. I feel like maybe the booze got to him a little bit today. Um, there was a few moments where he was uh, was being beaten close uh, with the Harry Kane nutmeg and then out to the wing and obviously Sessignon did nothing with it. Um, but I, I feel like he struggled to begin with. But uh, obviously he started getting more and more into the game. Uh, and then we saw we saw the uh, the very familiar sight of Party taking a pot shot from outside the box. Uh, he hit it so sweetly. So, so sweetly. Unreal technique from the guy. He's really been practicing that, hasn't he? Clearly. Uh, you know, he's been getting grief from that since he joined when he started taking pot shots. Everyone's like, Jesus Christ, if party's taking a pot shot, you've got no chance uh, of it going anywhere or doing anything good. But wow, what a, what, a, what a shot. I really wanted it to go in, especially with all the booing that he was receiving. I really wanted him to be able to just shut them all the fuck up. But it is what it is. It's wonderful. And he's going to score some of those. And Xhaka is going to score some of those as well, because that's what they do. Uh, JZA says, uh, Harry Kane, 257 goals, zero trophies. And the radio were going, oh, this could be the day where Harry Kane will equal Jimmy Greaves' total yeah, and maybe even beat it. That's what we're talking about. Shut up. <laughs> no, he wasn't. I think that's very important right no. now. No, it's not. It's my lucky moustache. So far, since I've had this moustache, we we've won every single game. Well, you need mm-hmm. to keep it for the rest of the season. Oh. You've got to be embracing the tash. Uh, Thunder says, party was sloppy today, but it didn't cost us, unfor- it didn't cost us fortunately. Matt says, yeah. party was fortunate, losing pass, losing passing, and should have got a yellow on 12 minutes for a handball. Kind of it unlucky. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, we've got a As I said, he started slow. Loser. He started very slow. Any questions, leave them to me like this one from Noza and I save them for later. Uh, one person who did have for me a very, very dodgy first half was Zinchenko. He was constantly out of position, constantly giving the ball away. He isn't match fit, is he? No, he's not match fit, but, you know, he'll get that over time. He shows once and once again, you know, the ability that he's got um, to be able to make a difference in that inverted wing-back role. But yeah, he started slow. I think it was, I think the atmosphere maybe maybe it got to him a little bit. You know, it's, it was a, it's a very... It's a very heated atmosphere. Sinchenko's first ever North London derby. 
he's, you know, he's ever only been in City, the, the you know, the United, the Manchester derby, which is kind of like a fabricated rivalry that's not really existed because City have never been someone to challenge United. It was always United-Liverpool. Um, so it's kind of like a semi-fabricated um, derby. So it must have been a, quite an experience for Zinchenko to be involved in that. So maybe that was something to do with it. I don't know. I've told Mike he's not allowed to raid us again, but I have put the link in the uh, in the ABW group. So uh, I think Carl might be free because, uh, yes, they all want to come on now. Well, Carl's on all the time anyway, but the rest of them, they only want to come on. Where were they for the Oxford, Oxford United game, Deep? Where were they? I was here let's with be, you. Let's, yeah, let's be having you. Um, Phil says uh, Spurs left 50... Sorry, one sec, Danny. You put up the Stephen question. Um, at least, I'll, I'll, let me at least answer it for Stephen. I won't go into too much detail with it. Don't go into any detail. Uh, it, there was a- allegations. Yeah. Uh, at the start of the season, allegations uh, were put up against him. Um, you can Google it. But yes. allegations were put up against him. But, uh, yes, very uh, very, very non-footballing stuff, and we don't like to talk about that. And if he's guilty... Innocent until proven guilty. Innocent until proven guilty. That's all I'll yeah. say. And we'll move on. We will. Uh, right, uh, Matt wants to know, have I got a, a moustache comb? I do indeed. It's it's a what? Did you get like a kit for Christmas? When did you start growing this? No, it's just what's left over my beard. Three months worth of beard growth. It was oh, getting okay. food in my beard, so I got rid of it and I just kept the moustache to annoy Sean and I kept the sideburns as well. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, it's good. The mutton chops work. Yes. It just works ash as well. So I didn't know if you got like a combing kit in like Christmas. If anybody's got me like any beard oil or beard um, wax or any of that lot, I'd throw it at them. I'm not interested you, in any of that lot. You can use it for the tash now. No? They can, they can Is there fucked. tash cream? Oh, I'll just, just use my own snot and dribble. That'll do the, that'll do the job. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's organic. Phil says, Spurs left £50 million Basuma on the bench and started a kid. Hilarious. It started his second game ever for Spurs. And he, we think occasionally that Eddie looks lost. This bloke doesn't even know whereabouts in the country he was. Uh, that tall, skinny central midfielder. I think it's Cameroonian. Uh, I think that's what you are if you're from Cameroon. Pepe, you're Cameroonian. Pepe or something? Uh, I've no idea. Um, Colito says, I think we dodged a bullet not signing Mudrick. Um, for the money they wanted, I agree. He's Man, a prospect Nick, he player. couldn't have said you were available because I didn't ask because uh, Deke said uh, he could do it last week because he did the Oxford game. None of you lot wanted to do it. Hi, I'm here for the Oxford game. Yes. Uh, Sai says, I agree with Carlito. Uh, Feed close, close to Pepe gives me the chills. It gives me the bloody willies. Ah, a question from Pete. Thank you very much, Pete. That's going in the uh, the thing, the question oh, box. Saw. It was Saw. Uh, the f- noser says the duck Mudrick is 40 million at top. I reckon 70 plus add-ons is simply a joke. In, uh, you are yeah, very... way too expensive. I agree. I would have, I would have even said 30 million. I wouldn't have even said 40. Oh, oh star is from Senegal. I just saw, yeah, Pepe, I saw Pepe the flag. I, I saw the flag, saw a star in the middle of it. And I thought, is that the Cameroon flag? And must be quite similar. There's a lot to the of colors. stars in Africa, African flags, yes. lots of stars. And I got, has Ghana got one star and I've got a black star on theirs. I'm going to stop talking about flags before I can. Morocco's got a flat uh, star. Uh, there's lots of stars. They do. They're red with uh, red with a black star. Gold. Oh, gold. gold. Let's oh, not no. talk about flags. This isn't anyway. a flag wonderland. No, it's not. It, it's becoming a shambles. Um, right. Next thing is, uh, oh, something that I don't think was enough was made of. The 25th minute, Sessignon comes in with a waist height foot first at Saka and misses him horrendous tackle and if that had connected that could have done him some serious damage but the referee didn't even get booked for it i'm just gonna go and check 25th minute 
No, didn't even get booked for it. They didn't get their first booking until the 35th minute. Do you remember that tackle? Uh, was it Romero? It was near the touchline in, in their half. Was it Romero? Yeah, no, it was Sessignon. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, sorry. I thought you were talking about the, the first yellow card. Um, oh. uh, yeah, uh, Sessignon uh, had a real tough game today um, up against a uh, a very tricky uh, Bukayo Saka. Um, as I said at the start of the game, uh, start of the pod anyway, I was uh, anxious about him not being in the side, um, happy to see him, and he ran Sessignon ragged today, especially for the first goal. Yes, I'm just wondering what... Uh, I think I'll put this pitch I'm doing a little tweety-poo. I'll do the one where Luis is going, Oh, is that a UFO? No, it is a ball. Oh, it's a goal. <laughs> you knob. Uh, right, so go back to that. Uh, my next note is going to be... Yeah, that's horrendous tackle. That that match of the day, will they look at that? Will they fuck? All they'll go on about is Harry Kane going, Oh, he's really unlucky. My stream went a bit wonky, so I had to go from Sky Sports with the very good Gary Neville to Sunsport, which is South African, with the bitter, twisted Andy Townsend. And it was night and day with the quality of the of the um, the commentary. The Gary Neville being fair, being honest, being balanced. Andy Townsend just the whole time slagging Arsenal off, saying how bad they were, how and this isn't right, they shouldn't do that, they can't get away with this. Absolute dickhead, Andy Townsend. Did he play for... I don't think he played for Spurs, did he? Play for Chelsea, Norwich, yeah, I don't uh, think maybe he Southampton. I'm not yeah. Gary Neville's biggest fan anyway, but no. yeah. Well, at least he's a good commentator. Um, all right, what have we got in the chat? Uh, Arjit says Zinchenko was decent, in my honest opinion, except a couple of giveaways. He got better as the game came on. Stefan says, up, yeah. yeah. Stefan says, awful tackle. Um, Jackasora says, if we're willing to go 90-plus for Mudrick, perhaps we should go 120 for Enzo Fernandez or or look at Alex McAllister if it works in FM 100% in real life. <laughs> I agree to that. I agree. I, oh, oh, I, wanted to, I know what I want to talk about now. Uh, I completely forgot this. at the end of the game. I got really excited. Emma Smith Rowe played striker for two minutes. He played striker for two minutes. Emma Smith Rowe played striker for two minutes. Um, all the times I talked about it on the podcast and the fact yep. that uh, you should be playing striker. Yeah, you've said that many, many times, and I've even quoted you at saying that. Uh, so the next one is uh, the goal, 36th minute. We'll all have a little sit down while you take, will you tell the, the boys and girls, mums and dads, cats and dogs, lefties and righties, tell them all about it because it was a thing of absolute beauty, wasn't it? Um, the second goal, did you say? Sorry. Yep. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I I still I'm still so happy that we signed him from Real Madrid for 30 35 million pounds um, I loved him when he came on loan I remember following his career when he first joined Real Madrid at 16 years old earning 80 grand a week um, he's he's something special he's not only the captain but he's also uh, joint top scorer isn't he? yes still tro- joint top scorer. he's on 8 now yeah, yeah 8 goals Um he tested Lloris a little earlier and he thought he'd give it a go again. And this one was just beautifully tucked into the bottom right-hand corner of the net, probably 30, 30 yards out. Um, fantastic technique. Uh, he really just hyped up in the uh, in the situations, didn't shy out of any challenges and had some beautiful football and some beautiful technique on show as per usual. Um, his footwork is something special, but that technique for that uh, for that strike was was fantastic to have the composure to not to not rifle it and hope for the best, but to place it into the corner the way he did. Uh, fantastic technique from our from our captain, that's for sure. 
It was. It was an absolute thing of beauty. And that just shows the composure and the skill and everything else that we have because he's a one hell of a player. He's, he's, I mean, is he quite on the levels of um, De Bruyne or would you say they're slightly different positions? So he plays in a number... Wait, so he plays... I know he wears the shirt number eight, but he plays in the number eight... Well, number 10 position, but number eight to a degree. It's like right number eight, right wing eight, as opposed to Xhaka's left wing eight. But he plays a little bit more free, like a roaming playmaker. This is all my FM stuff coming out right now. But, you know, he <laughs> plays in a very similar role to Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, he plays in a similar role. He's got the he's got the ability to be able to drop deep as well to receive the ball and go up and play out on the left or the right to really, you know, to try and damage the, the opposing team as much as possible, no, no matter what direction you need to go into. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I I think Erdegaard is uh, is one of the best in the is probably the best in the league right now. Uh, De Bruyne has had a bit of a slow start, especially with the with a player like Holland in front of him. He should be getting assists week in week out. But uh, yeah, I think Erdegaard's probably Jacko and Party and Erdegaard probably is the best midfield in the in the league right now. I think so. Uh, at half time, Jacko had a hundred percent pass success rate. Doesn't shock he- me. The guy is my favourite player this season. Not even close. He is absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, so that run from Saka to build up that goal is just wonderful. And that look on Luis's face yet again when he realises, oh, yep. God, he's gone and fucked it up. Yep. Uh, at that point, touches in the box. Well, they had one, we'd had 19. And then and then uh, 48th minute, the final moment before half time. Holberg's pathetic dive in the box sums oh, them up. fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> what was that? I saw it in real time, and I was a little bit, I was a little bit anxious. I was like, "Oh fuck, what's happened there?" And you're yeah. watching the replays, and you're just, you're too busy wetting yourself at the com- the comedic, part, you know, quality that's coming through with what happened. Um, I've never, but the thing is, if it's not, a, if it's not a penalty, then it should be a, a yellow card for a dive. No, I thought that's how well, it worked. I, I think the referee had no idea what what happened if he didn't see it. Um, but he gave ball, a pen. Yeah, uh, Saliba came out walking out. He did a backwards tackle. He, he it's just like kind he, of stumbled backwards and but yeah. fell on his knees. Yeah, and then uh, Holberg went, "Oh, I'll have some of this," and fell and tried to fall on it's top of him. So and they weird. Went, oh, oh, it's oh, so weird. Injured. And he's all like dying on the floor. It's like, oh, mate, come on, Pathetic. Jesus Christ. That sums them up though. Sums Doesn't shock up. me, but it got it gets worse. It gets worse. It gets so much worse. Yeah. They're an absolute joke. Um, right, so that was it. That was half time. Possession, 44% to them, 56 to us. Shots, 9-4 to us. Shots on target, 3-2 to us. Um, pass success rate, 88-83 um, to us. With Xhaka with 100%. Passes, they completed 194 out of 234. And we completed 261 out of 297. Absolutely stunning. So, what do you think at half time? Do you think they were going to um, change the way they were playing or make any subs or, or any of that nonsense? Because uh, they were definitely getting a hammer in, weren't they? Yeah. I, uh, you know, Spurs, the thing is, Spurs play even. Who was it? Who said it? Uh, someone said it in a pre match. Oh, there was, it was it, Dimitar Berbatov. I was watching a stream and had Ian Wright and Dimitar Berbatov. And Berbatov was saying about how Arsenal were going to be playing very attacking, very possession heavy based, uh, sorry, heavy possession based football. And then he said, oh, you know, Spurs are going to be playing, uh, you know, sit and hold and then try and catch them on the counter. And he goes, I hate that style of football. <laughs> I was like, 
Hold on, aren't you supposed to be the Tottenham to the Arsenal's Ian Wright kind of the yeah. balance of commentary? But even he was like, they play a, such a shit style of football. I was like, well, what would you expect? That's what Conte does. Uh, you know, I laughed at all the Arsenal fans who wanted Conte in when he was available instead of Arteta. Um, I wanted Arteta even before in Imery, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, I didn't want Arteta, and I definitely didn't want... The only reason I didn't want Arteta is I thought this job was a bit too big for someone who was new to management. Sure, sure, Nothing sure, sure. Him personally, but being an Inter Milan fan of many, many years, the football he plays there, the pensioners he brings into the club, and we saw that with um, the Croatian Persich. lad, Persic. Persic. Uh, he, he did that at Inter Milan. He, he, I think it was him that brought in... Um, in uh, Young, who's now at Villa, and yeah, 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 quite a few players like that. And you, I remember thinking, well, why, why is he bringing them in? I mean, they won the league, so you can't complain about it too much. Yeah, well, obviously they play at uh, you know Italian league. Serie A is uh, is slower; it's a lot, lot slower. Um, and the referees defend the players a lot more. Um, I've had that picture for ages. Sorry about that. I've been that's all right. looking at. I was looking. I've been going and stealing more pictures. Right, half time. I got fine. this picture um, here. Beautiful. And, uh, got that one there. Nice. I think that was after was that the end of the game? That's probably Erdegaard's goal, no? Yeah. Erdegaard's right in the middle there. Oh, well, Saka, no, that's Saka's goal. Well, goal in quotations, yeah. Lloris's yeah. goal. Yes. Oh. And I've got this one. Oh, that's already done that one. Oh, let's put them in different orders. I've got the one that you sent me. I just watched the video for that. They said one and a half minute video. I can't share it. Oh, so when I put these I know why the new ones aren't there because uh, I've not added them to the bloody screen yet, have I? For God's sake, there we go. There they are. Chuck all those in there. All right, let's go and have a look at the chat box, see who's there and what they're saying. Oh, the porn bot is there. I got rid of it. I got rid of it. (laughs) Oh, lovely. Um, Right then, so go a little bit further up. Where are we up to? Um, uh, Cy. Oh, here you go. Start with Cy. I'm surprised that he took that shot from that position. I was expecting a layoff to Martinelli. Um, not that one. Please read, do not come back for Odegaard. <laughs> no, please, Real, not read. That's odd. The word read, I read wrong. Hmm. Um, uh, Phil says, Herb Garden is miles ahead of cities, Ned Sharon, and does it every week. Uh, Pete says, how lucky are we to have Odegaard? He is in something special that reminds me of Burkamp and Brady. Told before, we were actually good, weren't we? And the media hates it. They certainly yes, they do. do. Davidson, let's get Jens Peter How Norway better than Mudrick, a dribbler, a game changer, and young kudos from Ajax and that Carnu Flair and Kessie on loan from Barcelona. Well, Barcelona want to get rid of everyone they've ever signed, didn't they? They're in trouble again. Yeah, um, well, apparently we're looking at uh, for we're going back to look at Rafinha. Uh, we're having a chat with Deco apparently. So see what happens. Do we want him though? Another movie. He didn't want to come to us. He didn't want to come to us in the first place. I'm I'm not keen on it. Yeah, he can he can bugger off. Isn't that the whole model of Arsenal right now? We want people to believe in the uh in the idea. You know, first... Chelsea wanted Gabriel Jesus and Gabriel Jesus went, No, <laughs> I want to go and play for Arteta. So he did you know, he got the offers offers and opportunities, but he uh he chose the Arsenal, right? Did indeed, and it was a, a very wise move. It was. Um, it was indeed. All right, the second half, let's move on to there. I'm just doing another little uh, thing to let the tweet Twitter people know that we're we're live. My notes for the second half begin with 56th minute. bit Very shaky first half. They'd obviously uh, been shouted at by the bald fraud. And uh, they came out, 
looked slightly different. I thought, oh, yeah, this could be a little bit of trouble, but it didn't take them long to get back to the Spurs that we all know and love. 56th minute, Romeo should be off by now, just fouled Xhaka. And when Xhaka goes down, you know he's been he's been chinned or hurt or whacked Cynical or something. challenge off yeah. the ball. Um, yeah. Camera just caught it in the bottom right-hand corner. Um, you know, the referee waved on advantage for Arsenal, so I thought that the, when the play had finished... Uh, there would be a return and, and he would get a yellow card. At this point, I didn't know he already was on a yellow card. So technically, he should be setting off the pitch. Um, yeah. uh, it caused a ruckus. You know, Xhaka was down the entire time to so the referee, had to go over and check on him. Um, but I was I was a bit frustrated that the referee didn't go back and uh, and play the card. You know, we've seen uh, that. Was it this season when that, that the dumbest thing I've ever seen where Martinelli makes a challenge, runs with the ball, and then makes another cha- challenge and gets two yellow cards like this, where he does that, and then he sends yeah. him off. Do you remember that? Was it this yes, season? Yes, I do. Um, no, it wasn't this know, season. I think was it, it, or was it must have been last season then. Um, I was like, what the fuck have I just watched? What is this refereeing? Is it just rules that we make up on the spot? Did, I was confused you know, you by that. The double foul. Where he yeah, it was a double foul. He, didn't, he, didn't, he, he waved on the first one, so he gave a card for both. I was like, "That's you wouldn't give advantage and then a foul? I, anyway, um... I thought that 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 should have been a yet another yellow card for me. Um, I didn't, as I said, I didn't realise he really was one on one, so I was already gave him one for it. So that should have been his second. Should have been off. Should have been. Uh, right, next one. 59th minute. Zinni has been off his game all day. That's just a personal note for me. It doesn't really mean anything. Uh, six, uh, the game is just, uh, they're attacking a lot more. They're having a lot more possession. They're having a lot more chances. We're having to defend loads more. At uh, what point did we start to change the game? Uh, 79th minute. All right. So, yeah. Uh, so I put the 69th minute, had another great chance, for a terrible first touch from Eddie, and then he fluffs the shot. That should have been 3 0. That was the time. To, that was the. Yeah, his touch the point was bad. We, we could have wrapped the game up there, couldn't we? His touch was bad. He had a few moments where his touch was a little bit off, uh, a little bit off for the night. But, you know, I'm hoping as time goes on, the games, he, he starts to warm up more and more. Um, as I said, he didn't really put a foot wrong today. He had a, f- a few moments where he showed pieces of brilliance and then a couple of moments where he had moments of buffoonery. Um, but as I said, you know, he's, hopefully he'll he'll warm up and he'll be able to take the next few games. You know, we've got Manchester... Is it Manchester United next? We've got United, right? Um, I'm going to have a little looky-poo. Yeah, we're um, on the 22nd, which is a week yeah. today. 4.30 kickoff, same time again at home. And then after that, we're away to Man City... Um, on the uh, the Saturday at eight at o'clock, cup. Man City who are on a terrible run of form. What's that? I mean, they've lost three in a row. Oh no, they've lost two in a row. Yes, yeah, someone said they'd lost three in a row, but no, they haven't. It's two, but they're looking shaky. Then after that, we've got the ones are going to Everton. Probably put ten past them. And then a real one. I'm worried about Brentford because Brentford are looking wonderful at the moment. They're uh, they're doing really well. So uh, yeah, important few games. But we've won. Beat Spurs at home. We beat Spurs away. So I am more than happy. Um, right, what else have we got here? We've got someone called Deacon Entertainment there on Twitch saying, uh, is that a good game? GG. GG. Um, Steph says, Ramsdale wall for 20 minutes. He was he was immense. Couple, I don't Bad like enough. it when he when he plays sweeper-keeper and he comes out so far. And he likes to have that extra touch, doesn't he? And then a couple of times there was two Spurs players running at he's him. Not he's not He's not Lloris. He's fine. He's fine. I'm not, I'm not nervous when he's on the ball. I'm not nervous when he's on the ball. It's nice to be in that mindset. It just gives me the willies. Uh, Mark Agree, Levy, Mark. Is, uh, is he in a relation? He says, uh, crazy money for Murdoch. Glad he didn't go. ESL is coming back. Get in, you gooners, to the domination today. 
Zamir says Conte's at the wheel. And then he says that was last season against Wolves. Oh, the double yellow. Ah, yes. Um, going through some of the things that you were putting there. Mark says, uh, Eddie worked very hard. I thought it was decent, but he should have got on the score sheet. I agree. I thought he would have, I thought I was going to say 2-0. I said 2-0 at the start, uh, which I got correct, but I, I, I said it was Eddie and Saka. Uh, uh, scored and it was an own goal and Erdegaard but I got the score sh- uh, score right I got I said 2-0 good ah oh, the pumpkin is there better late than never if you are new people feel free to give the the, uh, the channel a subscribe if you like what you see and maybe even give it a thumbs up and if you could write it on a piece of paper and right. send it through the letterbox of every single one of your neighbours within a five mile radius don't tell them what it is just tell them it's free money and then they can log in and they can see and then they can all watch we've got 48 likes on Twitter on um, YouTube right now um, that's freaking 48 likes see if we can get it past 50 guys I want to see some 50 I want to see if that you get it to a million we'll stay here all night uh, next note I've got is my last note of the game KT on for Martinelli because after that for the next 22 minutes was just them fouling and and, and mucking rotational up and was, fouling rotational fouling it's yeah. not the first time that Arsenal have seen it this season it's another cynical style of football that I am not a fan of um, I wouldn't want Arsenal to do that I think it's really I, I like uh, sportsmanship in football um, even if you are a rival I'm not after players pulling up other players when they're on the ground, but don't be a douchebag to that extent where you're starting to, you know, really hurt and harm people. I think that's real fucking shite. Um, but it's just, it's just typical Conte, typical Tottenham, typical shitty fans and shitty club and shitty everything. Fucking scummy little club from Middlesex. Sorry. I digress. Oh, it's true. It's true. They are. Um, so we made a few substitutions as well going on later in the game. Tommy Ashu came on after 86 yeah. minutes for Zinchenko. It was nice seeing Tyranny playing left left midfield and playing yeah. Zinchenko playing left I thought back. it would have been the other way around, but no, it wasn't to be the case. Yeah, decided I not it. to move him into central midfield and um, ballast it out there and bring Tommy Ashu on on 86 and then uh, Gabriel got a book in on the 91st minute for time wasting. Great game, by the way. He had a great game, Gabriel. Um, oh, ben yeah. White had a great game. Um, yeah. Really uh, put the pressure on Son uh, throughout the game. Really did really, really well. Um, but Gabriel, um, Saliba didn't really do too much. He did a few moments, but Gabriel was leading the line and pressing forward and making the challenges when needed. Um, but uh Yeah. Yeah, we had and some then moments. they brought a bloke on called Brian Gill, who has the biggest nose I've seen. He looks like he's from the seventies. He looks like he's from the seventies with that hair. An, that's the Spanish for you. Um, yeah. And then we brought on the legendary Smith Rowe and Ketia and Fabio Vieira for Erdegaard on ninety-two and ninety-three minutes, just to to shut the game down. I thought the referee had a good game. What do you think about the ref? I uh, I I feel like it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because it's a it's a game that you can lose very quickly. Um, and you, and then you can lose it throughout the entire 90 minutes as well. But overall, I didn't, I didn't, there wasn't a moment where I got annoyed too much at the referee. There was a couple of moments, but it was, I think to the point where I'm going to make a big meal out of it and still want to dance about it. So overall, I didn't really think too much about the referee, which means that he did his job all right to a, a you know, an agreeable factor. Yeah. I'm just looking at, I'm not going to say he had a great game. I'm just going to say he didn't come up in noticeable conversation, which means he did his job. I'm just looking at a replay of uh, the Rickarlson and uh, the Ramsdale thing. I mean, Rickarlson should get done for that, shouldn't he? 
yes. at the end of the game. I mean, if people didn't see it, uh, I'll talk you through it as it's happening. Ramsdale is there. Picture. I put up a picture. You remember the Twitter picture? Ah, uh, yes. It's uh, the it face that Ramsdale here. has. So that's that's what's going. And Ramsdale is doing his usual. He's having a laugh, and then he turns to the crowd and he gives it an underarm, Ray, and sticks his tongue out. And then he's doing that, and he's having, and he's pointing to the badge, and then he kisses the Arsenal badge, facing the uh, some of the fans. And oh, Carlson I need to see this video. Hold on, um, if I I'll retweet it, and then yeah, you'll yeah. be able to see it on your timeline. Um, so then. And then Rickolson comes up to him and goes, what are you doing? And then Ramsdale just points to the crowd and, and then Rickolson chest bumps him and then goes to put his finger in his face. And Ramsdale does nothing. And then he shoves Ramsdale in the face. And then the Spurs uh, a security person just uh, ushers Ramsdale away. And then some little prick jumps over the barrier and goes to kick Ramsdale. And then and there's three security people there and not one of them grabs the person. And then the person yeah. makes a run for it and you can see him scampering over the, the seats trying to get away because he's a, a dirty little scumbag. Oh, I've seen it from another angle. Um, Rickolson then gives Ramsdale a shove in the side of the head. So he's poked him, he's chest barged him and he's shoved him in the head twice. Yeah, I think will happen with that. Will yes. it? We'll, we'll probably get the fine. We've had the lot. We've had we've been fined now for the for the Oxford game and the Newcastle game, so we're probably going to get a fine now because uh, they'll say Ramsdale incitement or something yeah. something on the rid- ridiculousness of that. Um, <laughs> I just saw what Stefan put in the chat, um, but yeah, I it, it was a I love Ramsdale and his theatrics and uh, and uh, what he does. He's got a, a fan, he really entertains me. On the highest level when I saw him do that to Richarlison literally just laughing in his face uh, and Richarlison turns around like once the ball had been kicked and you'd see he's got fucking the look of death on his face he's pissed he's so angry and uh, you know Richarlison was was just a pile of crap from the moment he came onto the pitch you know getting involved in the ref's face making fouls just being an overall douchebag um, and uh, you know that's what he offers and that's what he brings to the table and I'm really happy that he was bang average at Evan and now he's bang average at the scum. Good. Lovely. Here is, uh, thanks, Steph. This is Theo Walcott's Instagram page. You can see he's, he's an old Perfect. man now. Once he lost his pace, his career was over. Oh, there's 14 people I follow that follow him. Oh. Well, I don't really use yeah. Instagram. And you can see there he's put this little picture up, 2-0. Beautiful. He did say that he doesn't support Arsenal, though, didn't he? Yeah, he's a Southampton fan. Yeah. Anyway. The boy at Southampton fan. Stop sharing that nonsense. So, uh, yeah, good luck to him being, being back there. Uh, so, again, to. look at the um, the Spurs. They got booked in the 35th Romero, 46th Cessignon, 53 Saar, 72 Longley. Uh, a bit weird they only got four bookings. But we're saying about the referee, I think the referee did a good game because he didn't get too involved, did he? He was quite willing to let the game play on. And that did us more favours than it did them. And so you can't argue about that. That's uh, that's what that's what we wanted. Uh, let's have a look at some more of the pictures that I've got. Um, no, it's not that one, is it? I added. Oh, I think I know what's going on because uh, Mike has added a load of bloody pictures. And uh, no, they've yeah. So they um, it's not letting me add new pictures. You can only add, I think, one hundred pictures, and we've already got rid of all of that. Used all that up. So um, I think Mike might have been at that game. So we can get rid of this one as well. And there's uh, the bath one. Get rid of tea bag. No one needs to see that anymore. And get rid of this. Uh, oh, oh, it's the Femstar. 
Hey, Femi! Come on, you goners. How are you? Are you in a good mood? <laughs> I'm in an absolutely amazing mood. I thought I'd just quickly pop in and I'm even doing it on my phone. That's how much I wanted to celebrate this win. Tell us about the game. Tell us your, your thoughts about it. Oh, mate, first half, best. Best first half of the season, no? Yeah. That was a stunning performance in the first half. Um yeah, I, I mean, the first half was like a massive blur. Like, we just played so well, controlled every part of the game from the keeper, the kicking out. Um, <clears throat> we had, I mean, they had like two touches in our box in the first half, something stupid like that. I think controlled. I read the stat for that. I think it was, um, we beat them 19-1. Yeah, 19-1 yeah. in the first half. Mm, yeah, I mean, I mean, we were just unfortunate not to be even further up. Um, uh, first half. Um, so honestly, that first half was so impressive. The the distances between the players, everyone had someone to pass to. Short pass, short pass, short pass, ping it through, short pass, ping it through. Saka was having an absolute field day on that right-hand side. Um, and yeah, no, it was just, I mean, come on, what, what can we say? And then second half, we dug in deep. Um showed the other side of our game, which is we actually don't concede a lot of chances. Even though it looked like they had a lot of chances, it was a lot of like kind of like half chances, squirming the ball through. They didn't actually create anything against us. No through balls, nothing through the middle. So yeah, can't complain. Is that a Spurs fan I can hear in the background? Yeah, you see you see why I can't go live all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you give your man of the match to, Fem? Um I think it was a good call on Ramsdale. Um, I actually said I thought Ben, in a group I said I thought Ben White would be man of the match, but he didn't really have anything to do against Son, did he? So um, if, if if I'm talking about outfield player, Martin Erdegaard was magnificent. Party was, apart from his passing range, which he just, every now and then, he just, in the first half especially, he just seemed to just kick the ball out of play or kick the ball to the wrong person or, or something random that he was doing. And then apart from that, maybe, yeah, Erdegaard was just brilliant. And Saka was really, really, really good in the first half. Um, Xhaka was quiet on the ball, but off the ball, he works so hard. He works really, really hard, uh, Granit Xhaka, especially in the first half. Um, Martinelli was really quiet today. I'm a bit mm, about him. Maybe he needs a bit of a... We need Emil Smith-Rowe to get up to speed because it will be good to have something to bring on for Martinelli every now and then. Um, but I thought we were just, I mean, just 11 brilliant players on the pitch, honestly. Zinchenko had a bit of a hard afternoon, but obviously, I mean, you're away from home against um, Kulishevsky. Of course, you're going to face some tough times, but we kept a clean sheet. We didn't really look under massive threat. And yeah, eight points clear, we... My mind's already on the United game because that's the one I want to win, mate. Don't know about you. I hate their fans so much, man. <laughs> need to, we need to just pipe them. They're getting too loud now. We need to put them down a little bit of a notch. You do. Dick, who would you... Did you say you'd give your man of the match to? Uh, I, I was Odegaard up until the last 15 minutes. I think last 20, 15 minutes and Ramsdale just started to pull out save after save and I was like okay fine Ramsdale as much as I wanted Odegaard to get man of the match for the FPL points of course um I was uh yeah I was happy to see Odegaard get the man of the match he was uh he was different class and he ended it fantastically for entertainment purposes 
Um, apparently, he's quite heated in his post-match game uh, um, chat. So I, I really want to find a video and see that. Um, but that's exactly what you want. You want passion from someone like that. It's difficult to connect with uh, with the team, uh, being a supporter in the stands, uh, you know, to be able to be, get there in the tension. But there's lots of moments where Ramsdale can have those moments with the fans if he's in the right place or if he's at home playing at the Emirates. Uh, and we connect with him that way and we, we kind of, we feed through him and he's such an expressionable guy uh, and he's got a lot of passion. And we all love that because we kind of vicariously live through him because it's kind of like that's how we would be as a fan playing for Arsenal. We'd be that boisterous. We'd be that loud. We'd be that over the top when it came to moments like that at the end of the game. Um, so uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Even Arteta was struggling to pull Ramsdale away from all of that. I love it. Femi, what would you rate this? As, oh, go on. What were you going to say? I was going to say those celebrations at the end were reminiscent of um, of 2004, weren't they? Uh, when um, yes. Tottenham scored. Tottenham scored in the last minute and their, their players were giving it the big end and blah de blah de blah and our players just were so annoyed. It's almost exactly the same. And then they pulled themselves away to go and celebrate with the away fans. Absolutely brilliant, man. I, I wish I was there, man. I've got a couple of friends that were there and they just absolutely must have loved that, man. Why didn't you go? Our away games, man. It's, it's up and down with me if I want to go. I, I, I don't... And to be honest, I kind of knew what was waiting for the Arsenal fans because I've seen a few of their Tottenham fans online. Yeah. And some of the behaviour on White Hart Lane, I'm not really... Yeah, I can't really be bothered with all that crap, to be honest with you. It's funny, when they come to our ground, it's, it's, they literally just walk in and they walk out. But whenever our fans seem to go to their ground, it's like a flipping chicken run, just, just people trying to attack our fans for... Whatever reason, yeah, it is what it is. But those celebrations, man, wow! I mean, Arteta really let himself go today. Like, <laughs> screw the celebration police. They, Richard Keys can can eat that one <laughs> with his cornflakes tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fem, where would you rate that in recent history of uh, wins against them? Because we'd forgotten until halfway through the show when someone reminded us we beat them home and away this season, five one yeah. on aggregate. Yeah. Um, I still love the home the home game a lot, but I think the way we went to their ground and absolutely, do you know what? It just stank. We we got revenge for last year. I remember last year I was so I was just sitting there laughing. I was like, this ridiculous. Gary Neville was going, this is the best atmosphere I've ever seen in my life. All of that crap. And then at the end of this game, all their fans was walking out with five minutes ago empty stands, and I didn't hear any piping up from Gary Neville today at all. I didn't hear any, oh, look at this, look at Tottenham, this is the best atmosphere, like all of that rubbish. Sky Sports almost sounded deflated, but you know what, for us, I would say it's up there, up there with, with, I mean, this team just keeps improving. I mean, we've only dropped points in three games in 18. That's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. And, Fair play to them. Fair play to Arteta. You know, um, magnificent man. Like winning away at Tottenham is uh, something special. Uh, for the people at home, I've got the league table up there. We're on forty-seven points after eighteen games. Man City are on thirty-nine, eight behind on eighteen games. Newcastle and Man United both on thirty-eight. Deep. If this was any other team, if this was Man City, they were eight points clear. What, what would the uh, the the, the news the, the media They've be saying? Them. They won the league. They've already won the league. Just cancel it right now. That's what they'd be saying. They'd be like, right, it's done. Um, listen, I don't want to say that we 
we're going to go and win the league or anything like that. I'm interesting. I'm, you know what? I'm enjoying, uh, I'm enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying the experience of actually enjoying football and not being stressed about the games and stuff like that. This is the first time I've watched Arsenal and watched football and just enjoyed it and not been stressed about it. I think that's what I'm enjoying more than anything is the no stress from watching football. And, and every game, it's like, this is a pleasure to watch. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. This is great. Keep this up. And it, obviously that results in the potential title race, which we are now in with eight points at the top. I'm, yeah, I, I'm a little bit bewildered. I'm a little bit bewildered. I'm, I'm enjoying the, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. I'm going to enjoy it for the rest of the season. How about you, Finn? Yeah, let me um, say this and leave a gate crash to your show. Um, mate, oh, mate, mate, this is so good. Do you know what? I'm going to say this, and I haven't really said this. If, no, actually, I said this to someone at Brighton when I went to Brighton away. I said, they said, do you believe now? Do you believe when we're 4-1 four, four up, I think it, we were in that game? And I was like, do you know what? We've got Newcastle, Spurs, United. Let's get through those three on the If we get seven points, let's put it like this. If we get three points next week against United, we pretty much blow them out of the water. And... That's the big game for me. We win next week, and I'll finally say I think we can do it. There you go. How about that? Beat That's, United, uh, and I'll say I think we can do it. I think we're going to do it anyway. I said it a couple of weeks ago. We were just looking too good, and who would have thought we'd get one of our most experienced and creative players has, has been out, and we're still winning games. I mean, if that doesn't show just how good Arsenal are at the moment. And uh, it's, it's just a shame that uh, looking at all the stats and the feedback from the um, from the shows that we're doing, hardly anybody is watching. If, they, if compared to when we were in knee deep in the shit, when when Arteta and everyone wanted him gone, and we were getting five or six thousand views per show, and now it you seems know. Arsenal fans have no interest <laughs> in celebrating. We used to say during the shows, imagine what it'd be like podcasting the season when Arsenal win the title. Danny, no, Danny, no one wants I to know. No one cares. I bet you any money. I bet you any money. If you did a show last night when that breaking news happened, you would have got the, one of the most views ever. People love bad yeah. news. People we did do a show last news. night. Humans are negative, we man. We no, did it live I at mean, eight o'clock this oh, afternoon. Yeah, yeah. News. I mean, if you if you actually just named it, everyone thought it was a preview show. If you named it, clickbait. Oh, yeah, if you clickbait it, talking exactly. about moaning about yeah. it and bitching about it, <laughs> people just want to come here and moan. We're yeah. not clickbait. We only we did that as a test once when Chris did the emergency podcast, ten thousand views. <laughs> just show it. Just showed what what how fickle they are. They are no, it's, too it's, many it's, of them. Only want drama. It is. It is that, isn't it? It's it's um, bad news sells. You know, people love. It's the same reason why people used to tune in to um, Talksport Durham show because they yeah. hated it so much that they had to listen. It, it's all the same type of thing. So, you know, let's let's you know what, let's just win the title. But yeah, I'm gonna let you guys finish the show, and I just want I just jump in and. Are you are you on the right. pod midweek? I don't know who's organising it, but are you going to be free? We'll talk. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Cheers, Femi. Thanks for joining. All right. Thank you. See you later, mate. See you later. Well, there you go. Wise man, wise words. Lots of lovely things to say. Uh, it is weird, though, that um, we get we get all you lot that are here all the time, all the regulars, but I reckon, because uh, I go and have a look at how much of the percentage of listeners are subscribers and how many are non-subscribers, and I keep a note of it. I've got a little, you won't be surprised to know I've got a spreadsheet about it of every detail about every show going back for 10 years' worth. 
And the big shows where we get loads of numbers is, uh, and it's usually about 50-50. Normal shows like this, it'd be about 80-20 of people who are subscribers to, to non-subscribers. But it's just the way that Arsenal fans have evolved during the time of social media. All we've had, apart from a couple of FA Cups, which is more than Spurs will ever get, is um, is drama and, and shouting and screaming. And that's what people want. And they're not getting it. So, uh yeah, we're all going off to uh, to Liverpool and Spurs and Chelsea channels, and I bet they're getting huge views more than they usually do because that is hilarious. Fuck it, fuck it. As I said, you know, humans don't like positivity, but we. I'm just enjoying it. As I yeah. said, I'm. This is the first time I've. En- I'm just enjoying watching football and not being stressed. It's great. It's great. Keep it up. So what do you reckon will happen and what do you reckon should happen to that fan who tried to kick, who stood on the barrier, grabbed hold of the the, you know, the post at the back of the goal that holds the string to keep the net up, grabbed hold of that and launched his left foot and missed um, Ramsdale by half an inch? It's, uh, it's called assault. Live on camera, it's assault. Um, you know, millions of people around the world, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people around the world watched assault. There needs to be, it needs to get to the point where, uh, like somebody said, an example needs to be made out of him. Um, we don't want this to become an irregular occurrence where fans feel like they can get to the players if they don't like them and and physically hurt them and, and attack them. Uh, it needs to be made an example, made an example of. In the, in, there's camera options, angles and everything like that. You can see clearly what he looks like, what he's wearing. It's not hard. Social media will find out who he is and that's how it works. And, They'll they'll figure out and hopefully the the, the uh, he'll get a criminal criminal charges not only a ban a lifeline ban but criminal charges put on him putting him as well because apparently Ramsdale's really really not happy and I don't blame the fucking guy yeah because yeah uh... being able to be just kicked like that and not being able to do anything about it even if you had the guy in front of you it's, it's frustrating it's cowardly agreed. Uh, Richard Keyes is trending on, on Twitter. I ain't even gonna bother going and looking oh, at that. God, I don't want to look at that. It's probably just gonna be the same old bullshit. Um, we can't play any of the excerpts from the interview with Ramsdale talking about it because you know what the sky is like. There, well, of course, I know. I know we can't do that, but I, I need to. What I want to watch it myself. I is it is it easy to find? Is it just on Sky Sports? Oh, it's everywhere. No, it's all over Twitter. Everyone's retweeting it and tweeting it. And I'll oh, retweet it, it for me on your Twitter, and then I can find it. That'd be I did easy for me. Oh, okay. It was the last thing I retweeted. Sweet beans. Yes. So um, I'm seeing if I could, someone had put a picture up of the little scummy twat who did it. But um, yeah, he will get found out and he will get caught. And then we'll see if the, the FA actually have any teeth and are willing to do anything about it. Because when you come to the... I mean, we get it in um, in uh, football all around the world where people run up the pitch and attack the players. And once one gets away with it, the others will see it and the others will want to get away with it. And it's something they need to stamp down on hard. And if it's been an Arsenal fan, Arsenal fans should have grabbed hold of him and given him to the police because you cannot do that. Even throwing stuff at the players is out of order, but let alone jumping up, trying to kick a player in the head, completely out of order. And the stewards let him go. The stewards just stood there and let him climb back into the stands and wander off. Absolutely pathetic. Someone needs to uh, have a look at that and people need to be fired. Um, right, anything else you want to say about the games? We've been going an hour and two minutes. Not really. Uh, just, I'm just, in, as I said, I just want to keep reiterating, you know, um, a lot of Arsenal, uh, a lot of Arsenal fans um, enjoy, or you just, as, 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 as a human nature, you enjoy negativity to when you're, you're more drawn into that. But I can assure you, what I would recommend you do is, is is enjoy this experience of what's going on right now at the Arsenal and just be 
and be positive and happy and try and reflect that in, in everyday life. It's not every year, every day that you get to enjoy a season like we are at the moment. It's been a long time coming. Um, it's been a lot of heartache, heartache and, and, and frustration up until this point. So just enjoy it and just embrace the season because it's, uh, it's, uh, it's been a moment. So just enjoy it. Um, yeah, someone said uh, the, the FA have put out a statement. I'm just scrolling through through the Twitter. I can't, Twitters find, the, I can't find the post-match interview of Ramsdale talking about it. I can see the the, 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 the tussle, but I can't see the post-match interview. He has oh, I haven't, been, uh, I haven't retweeted the post-match interview. Oh, okay, yeah. I can, I've looked everywhere. I can't find it on socials or at all. It's really weird. It's annoying. Yeah. If anybody has it, post it uh, up on uh, on Twitter so Danny can... Uh, so Danny can get involved because uh, I need to see the post match. I need to see the post match. Uh, yeah, can't. Uh, oh, here we go. Da- oh, David Ornstein. David Ornstein has put a PFA statement on the incident involving Spurs supporter and Aaron Ramsdale at the end of the game. Uh, quote from a PFA spokesman: "Quote violence towards players is completely unacceptable. These types of incidents are happening far too often." Players have the right to be safe in their place of work. When a player is attacked, we expect the laws and regulations that are in place to protect players to be properly enforced. As the players' union, we treat this as a priority issue. We will continue working with the authorities to demand that the player and staff, players and staff are better protected in their workplace. Yep. Um, there you go. So they've made, they made a statement. Just hopefully they'll, when he sees him, the boat looks like Mudrick apparently. So they've done screen grabs of him. And he's, uh, yeah, looks like a little shit. Completely out of order. Uh, you know what? Down. Somebody said to me, oh, I, was, I was talking about it when my mate's watching the game and somebody went, oh, you know what? Harry Kane's got really shit hair. And we were talking about people with shit haircuts and stuff. And then somebody said about Jack Grealish having really bad hair. And I was like, Mudrick's in the fucking league now. Have you seen his hair? Fuck oh. me. He's the he's worst t- haircut I've ever fucking seen. And he's tattooed. Like, and, he, and I would have said the same if he was an Arsenal player. And I'm happy he isn't because he knew, he knew he couldn't hang with Saka and Martinelli in the ability level. He's going to get guaranteed first team football at Chelsea. Uh, you know, basically he got blackmailed to go there by Shakhtar. Um, good luck to him. I'm I'm happy that we haven't got him because it means that we we've got someone that wants to play for the Arsenal more than he does. You would have thought that a player from the Ukraine would not really want to go to a club that has, re- has been owned for the last 15 years by oh, Russia. Do you know why? Because morals are thinned when it comes to money, regardless of how uh, you know politically correct you are and appeasing of today's societal norms. You know, everyone's bought. Look at Gary Neville. The guy preaches like a king and then he gets paid by Qatar to go and commentary, do commentary out there. Everybody's got a price, no matter how conceited you are. Yes, right. I think that's us done. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything else to say apart from uh, well done, everybody. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. If you Enjoy. are new, give us a thumbs up, give us a subscribe, tell your friends. Um, even 62, the- 62 likes right now on the on the YouTube. 62. 62. Get it to 69. Get it to 69, the sex number. <laughs> the sex number. That's <laughs> the sex number. It's the one they do the sex on. Oh dear, what a way to end the show. Right, people, thank you very much for joining us. You've all been a delight. Um, Chris is probably still pulling a sickie, so God knows who's going to be doing the show midweek, uh, the podcast. I'd imagine because Carl is organized, Carl will try and arrange something, and then uh, no one will confirm it. It'll just be me, him, him, and maybe one other person might turn up if we're lucky. Um, right, Deke, any final words before we leave? Uh, enjoy, about- the, enjoy the season. Enjoy the season. Enjoy this moment. 
Just enjoy it. And as I said, let it translate into your real life. How many times have you watched Arsenal in the last how many decades and they've played shit and then you've let it ruin the rest of your fucking week? Look at Fever Pitch. Basically, its whole premise is about that. Just enjoy it and let it just en- and just enjoy it. Try and turn negatives into positives. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. I forgot we've got a couple of questions. Formerly known as should we sacrifice the FA Cup and the Europa League and concentrate on the league? Yes. Yes, that's not even a question. That's just uh, that's just a that's called common sense. Uh FA Cup, yeah, Europa League, um don't care. possibly. I don't uh, care with either. Europa League should be uh, you know, we should take it to a degree of seriousness, but yeah. Premier League's pro. Depending the Europa on League will be in, to get to the final of the Europa League, I think is another nine games. Do we really need that nine games? I don't think we do. The FA Cup, we've won it 14 times. We don't need it anymore. So um, I'd be quite happy if we got knocked out of both. Uh, get rid of that. Next, last question is from Pete Colson. To be honest, how damaging is the Chavs getting the duck? Who are we Who are we targeting now? Ferran Torres. Well, he was at Man City. As a, as yeah, a Ferran Torres. Yeah, Ferran Torres is getting having a chat with uh, with Barca about it. They've been they were chatting about it in the summer. We're chatting about it again now. Apparently, Rafinha as well. We'll see what happens. Um, whoever we do sign is a player that wants to play for Arsenal more than the previous person, and I'm happy with that. I trust. Sure. I'm fully on board and fully in the trust and the faith of Edu and Arteta. The job they're doing thus far is, uh, you know, I'm, how am I supposed to question that? We're doing brilliantly. And, Let's go. And Vinay and Josh as well. They should take some credit. Oh, Josh and Garlic and stuff like that. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can chuck a load of more names in there. Uh, but yeah, I'm fully on board. I'm fully on the train. Arms are in. I'm not I'm not flailing about. I'm fully embracing <laughs> it. Let's go and have some fun. I feel says, is there a roast later tonight? No, Mike is drunk in a gutter somewhere. So no. And he said, maybe do it one day. I said, there's no such thing as a Monday roast. We only do them on Sundays. So there you go. Um, that is the end of the show, people. Thank you much for joining us. Thank you very much, Deke. Thank you much, Femi. And uh, just remember, people, Tottenham, get battered everywhere they go, including at home. It's the end of the show. Goodbye. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down, dog. Splendid business. You nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I've just eaten a full quiche. Well, you don't often see them at him. So when you see them in the supermarket, they need to be swagged. Microwaved immediately and get the brown sauce on one. Bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt.